Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Honestly, you guys, I have to just tell you before we start the episode, before we do anything, right now I'm wearing my third love bra and it is so comfortable. You know, it's not easy having boobs and like wanting to actually be comfortable and actually just be supported. Third love bras, they make you feel so good about yourself and so good about your size. They don't break into your back and like make marks because you take a test so they know exactly what to work with on your body. And I'm truly a huge fan. I'd take a picture, but that's kind of inappropriate. Go to thirdlove.com slash Acme and you'll get your perfect fitting bra and 15% off your first purchase. thirdlove.com slash Acme. Check it out. They're the best. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I could not be more excited about our guest today. We have actor Jerry Ferreira. And he's in the house. So what's up, Jerry? I am literally in the house. And I'm happy to be in the house. This is a very calming studio environment. So, it is. Uh, it is. We have sage actually in the other room that we like to burn every now and then for good energy. I need. You know, I could. I could use some of that. Yeah. So maybe a post podcast. Yeah, sage we'll do a lesson. little sage. We'll do a little sage. I. I you know, I'm, I'm dead serious. By the way. I'm no, I know. Kidding. I know. Okay, it's great. so easy, and it smells like a barbecue. It's really a good time. Perfect. So tell us about yourself. Where are you from, and how old are you? I am from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. I am soon to be 39 years old, which means I kind of grew up in Brooklyn in the 80s, which is a little bit different than the Brooklyn we all know and love today. Mm -hmm. um, but we still love back then. Uh, yeah. Really close neighborhood, big Italian family, really tight. Great place to grow up. Kids playing in the street, mm -hmm. riding bikes at 10 years old to your friends' houses. and. A little rough and tumble parts of it too, yeah, so you definitely sure. get some early street smarts. But mm -hmm. Brooklyn was great in the eighties and nineties, and now I'm back yeah. there. Did you have siblings? Do you have siblings? I have an older brother. He's mm. uh, almost four years older than me. I hated him until I was about eighteen. Yeah, we had a very like I don't know if you ever watched the Wonder Years. We had yeah. like a Wayne and Kevin Arnold relationship. He was just like a bully. Uh-huh. And it took until I got about his size. Right, that right. That all mm -hmm. that all changed. Mm -hmm. And got a car. Yeah, of yeah. course, of course. And then we were cool. And uh, what is your current relationship status? Wow, I've never actually been posed that <laughs> question since I've been a married man. Really? I am you haven't? Well, it's not so much like, just like, I have not been asked officially, like, yeah. what's your relationship yeah. status? Like, right. I always just prefer to... Wait, oh, so my wife. I have to say, though, you're married, but I don't see a ring on your finger. You so know, I explain. You don't even know the panic because I was, <laughs> I, you know, and I, I had asked you and you, kind, you were kind enough to kind of shift the time for me. Yeah. And I was rushing out, right. 
no watch and no ring. I feel like I'm naked right oh now. Oh my Those god. Those are like my final things I put on before I leave the house. It's like watch. So ring, what would happen ring. if you were to go home and run into your wife and she notices that you're not wearing a ring? Is it a big deal or it's like It's not a big deal. She would certainly give me some shit for mm-hmm. it. Um I did like six months into our marriage broke my left ring finger playing mm-hmm. basketball and it yeah. swelled up to twice the size uh-huh. and it never quite returned. Right. So I couldn't wear it for a while. So I did I got some good advice from a woman. Who yeah. Said, you're not wearing the ring, ring on a broke. string. Go or just go buy a dummy ring that's a little bigger, right. just until your finger goes down. Right. So even if it's a month, don't go. That's really down. smart advice, I think. And I did it, and it yeah. meant a lot to her. Yeah, that's really sweet. That's you did the right thing. I think sure. so. So how did you meet your wife? Um, and what what is her name? Can we call her by her name? We, Brianne. Brianne, aka Brie. Uh, so years ago, on a show called Entourage, not not. Never heard of it. Tell us more. Um, I think it was uh, tour last second to last season, or might have been the last season. She did a guest star. She's an actress as Mm -hmm. well, and um, we did not meet at all. I had no scenes with her or anything like that. I think I passed her in the halls or something on set, but it happened to be an episode that I Mm co-wrote. So obviously, I knew I was excited for the episode to be shot. It was the first time I ever wrote anything that was actually getting made. Yeah. So I was around and Mm. she did really good in the episode. I had not seen her then from that moment on until a year and a half, two years, maybe almost three years later. Right. And we were at a party of a mutual friend and I walked up to her and I... I sort of said this, I mean, I said it such as a joke, like yeah. if you took it seriously, and which I think she did for a second, Uh-oh. I was mortified. I walked up to her, I'm like, hey, I created you. And she's no. like, what? what no, the? oh my Looked God. Looked at me like I was the biggest D-bag, and which, and it, it was an intentional how D-bag. But how did you recover from this? You were like negging her. I basically was like, no, 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 I, it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I, the yeah, co- yeah, I, the yeah. episode, And then she's right. like putting it all together. She's right. like, all right, guy, take yeah, it easy. Yeah. And um, we proceeded to kind of hang out that night, have some drinks. We had a good night. Mm-hmm. And then that was really, we never exchanged numbers. Right. Nothing more time went by. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, another kind of random-ish encounter and uh, we sort of hung out that night and we have not left each other's side now for five years. That's really cute. Yeah. That's really cute. And what would you say is the best part of being married as opposed to just dating? Just the the best? Like mm-hmm. if I could single out one thing? Because yeah. it is tough because there's a lot of good parts to it. Um, yeah. The, the two equals one, mm. I would say. Meaning like you are fully in and sharing your entire life with someone else who's doing totally. the same exact thing and you know that there's someone in the world that would do anything for you and has your back mm-hmm. no matter what mm-hmm. um, that you trust with your life right. Right? It, that's the most empowering feeling to truly feel like I am not alone right. and not only am I not alone I got some back Yeah, I got some sure. back I love that so yeah. that is by far the most one of the best feelings I've ever had. Yeah, that's great. Do you feel like you purposely, you know, wanted to get married in your mid-30s or you, were you always kind of a romantic, hopeless romantic looking for things? I, I Look, I was definitely a hopeless romantic. I was never good at being single and dating lots of people, although I got better at it as I entered my 30s just mm-hmm. from being on dates and stuff right. like that. But... uh you know, I for sure would have thought I would be married by 25, 26. A lot of my wow. friends who I grew up with have 
13 year old kids right wow. now so it wasn't by design That's of like crazy. no i don't want to get married yeah. till my mid to late 30s because right. i want to live my life it was not that it was really just a product of i never all the things i just said mm -hmm. that i feel about her and the marriage i never felt really felt that yeah with anyone else yeah totally. and i don't believe in settling in anything in life mm -hmm. so uh for sure. It was by default, really, I, yeah. that I was an old man getting married. Yeah. <laughs> She's younger than me, so... Uh, yeah. Not that a lot. <laughs> um, so when... So what was, like, the difference for you dating kind of pre-entourage and post-entourage? And did you kind of feel like after, you know, you were on TV and stuff for, you know, for so long that you had to decipher who was look going for you for, you know, what reasons? Yeah, uh, so... Again, like I, I always, I was never a uh, quantity guy. I was mm. much more a quality guy. Yeah. Like I would rather hang out with one person who I'm having a crazy good right. time with than five different types of you. That's just how I was. Yeah. Um, yes, when Entourage came around and I was very young, I was 23, 24 wow. years old. Yeah. And, you know, no one really knew about the show that much in the first season. It wasn't until like the second and third mm -hmm. where it started to kind of enter into pop culture a little bit. Yeah, yeah there was definitely a giant yeah. change with the way, not only just women, but right. everyone looked at it. Right. And I guess maybe this is the Brooklyn upbringing where I just always look for the bullshit. Yeah, of So course. even if someone's really nice, like you right out of the know. gate, I'm, I'm not a dick or anything, but I'm kind of, of like, what are you yeah. trying, what, what's up? Yeah, so sure. I was never comfortable with a woman wanting to just kind of talk to me because, oh, you're the guy, right. you're turtle. Right. Like, it's just always, I always had the feelings of like, if you really knew the right. real me, you probably, would, maybe you wouldn't be that interested. Like, right. I am not, I always felt like I was disappointing people because they wanted me to be that guy. That person, and right. I'm not saying it was like a tough role to have to research. I'm not Daniel Day-Lewis playing Abraham <laughs> yeah. Lincoln. But it... I'm not that's yeah. what would you say are the main differences between you and the character honestly like, the way that that dude was like had no shame in talking right. to me. he was a quantity guy right right he yeah. was a he wanted to have fun with as many women as possible and right. would say ridiculous things right. and live off the fact that he was best friends with a famous person right to his advantage. I, totally. If anything, I went the other way with whatever little tiny fame I had. Totally. I was like... It's yeah, not. for sure. So that's... Yeah. And it did, was fun to play. Don't get me wrong. Course, it was a lot of, of fun to play and be that yeah. kind of, you know, sidekick. But I, I never lived my life like that. Do you think people expected you to, like, be a party guy? And, like, yes. did you have that? Did you have that moment? The look on... I could probably think of five different... People's faces like when you said no to, to coke me or with something. Like blunts, <laughs> yeah. various drugs, and I'm like, no, no. First of all, I yeah. don't smoke strangers. Right. Weed. I <laughs> right, know, like, right. I've seen Friday. As I'm like, smoke my weed. <laughs> but you're not a stranger. <laughs> you're not a stranger. No. Yeah. 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 I've seen Friday where Smokey smoked the blunt yeah. with Angel Dust and bugged <laughs> right. out. Like we're not doing that tonight. Right. And, right. Um, like let's let's talk first. Like totally. I'm Jerry. What's totally. your name? Totally. So I could see their disappointment. Like you don't want to smoke this blunt. Right. Right. No. They're like, I rolled this for you. And they're just hurt. They're hurt. Yeah. So, uh, totally. it's a weird thing. Totally. Do you think that you are, like, almost smarter or were smarter about dating because of that experience? Like, you kind of had to be? I was, gar I was definitely more guarded. Yeah. And more, like, my whole 
20s, mm-hmm. especially when I actually started working, were about like, how do I not fuck this up? Right. How do I not blow this opportunity? Because right. I feel like I snuck in a party that I don't mm-hmm. belong at and I don't want to get kicked out yet. Mm-hmm. And, um, and maybe it was a little bit my upbringing and like single mom, like she was very, very safety first. Right. So I always t- like... It definitely made me a little guarded and mm-hmm. defensive and and maybe at times kind of a shut-in. Like, yeah. Not that I wasn't going out and experiencing life. I had a great time. But right. Friday nights, like when everyone was going to the club or whatever, I would like go but leave by like 11 and go play yeah. video games. Right, right. I mean, that's more fun anyway. The nerdy side of me, like with some of the Entourage sure. fans over the years, were kind of like, what? Uh-huh. You don't party? Are you still friendly with all those guys? Yeah, I wouldn't say all, and it's not for, I mean, we could go real in a sideways direction here, but, um, you know, you just lose touch with some people. Um, yeah. We very much were a family for all those years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Connolly is probably my closest friend out of the group. We were just kind of closest in age yeah. had, and just, just got along. You get Even with family, you get along with different right. cousins in different ways. You still love them. Was everyone from New York? No. Uh, no. I th- yeah, everyone but uh, yeah. Piven, I think, was right, Chicago. Right, 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 right. But everybody else was from New York yeah, originally. Yeah. But Kevin had been in L.A. for right. since like 17 years old. Are any of them old. married other than you? Um, No. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. So I guess that brings me to my next question. So I, I posted on our Instagram that you were coming on, and if anyone has I hope any you questions. got a response. Like, oh, that's we got, my literally, we got, like, like, all these responses. I was almost ready Someone to tell proposed. Brie, be like, Brie, yeah. <laughs> ask some questions to this <laughs> one. If, no, if you gotta tell, keep... well, tell Brie if you're listening. Someone proposed, so you have competition. Um, <laughs> but I have, okay, wait, hold on. There was one really good question. That's yeah, so, so this one's a little, like, deep and intense. So if it's too much, we don't have to get into it. But someone had a really, really good question, and they said, um, do you look at Entourage, which is still one of their favorite shows, differently now with the Me Too movement? Like, do you ever kind of look back and think, like, wow, we were super sexist in that episode, or, like, I can't believe drama made that comment, or, you know what I mean? Like, is anything... Like, Off the top of my head, mm-hmm. like just hearing that, like I guess it would be maybe interesting to like go back and watch. I haven't right, watched right, those episodes right. in a very, totally. very long time. Um, yeah. Yeah, when I got I that, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know if I look at it differently. I mean, it, it was always like a half hour comedy. And again, it's not real life. It right. was never intended to be like, this is our take on no, of course. what's real. Right. It was for entertainment and some things worked and were really funny and right. maybe some other things didn't work or yeah. weren't funny. Some things hold up over time and are still funny. Some things yeah. now you look at 10 years later, you're like, oof, really? Yeah. That might have been a little tough. Right. Um, you know, I think you could do that with almost any show. Yeah, it's true. Really I mean, any, any, uh, like, even movies from the 90s I'll watch now and I'll be like, I can't believe they're getting away with saying that. It's like the most blatant, I forgot yeah. what it was. I was watching some movie recently and they said, I feel like, I feel like you know, Joe, and like, I don't know, just any movie well, from just like. Watch Analyze This. Yeah, and they, movie. and they, uh, What Women Want, you <laughs> yeah. know, like all of those movies, they're what so. Was that the. And also there was never like a Gibson? real, yeah, when he can read women's minds, there was never a real like strong female character 
in really like all the females were like dumb like like you know she's all that do you remember that movie it was about a girl who was ugly until she took her glasses off and then was and like and then she was right. like the oh, hottest person in the like world smart nerdy you're like hot yeah now. she was hot like, the whole time to you. she was hot she just had glasses on yeah. like it was so ridiculous <laughs> That's it. Which it totally her look, awesome. Like her original look would probably be like, it's like a super great trendy look these days. Right. Like, now she's like, even oh, hotter. She's like, now right. she's, she's walking around Williamsburg right now. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Cars would be crashing. Totally. That's but Heath Ledger, right? um what's that? That's Heath Ledger's book? That's done things I guess. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. But even then there's true. yeah, there's yeah. like I just think that all like so many things, and we could probably even do it like if we did the time capsule right now. Right. Even and put yeah. it in the yard. Ten years from now we'd probably look at it and I'm sure there'll be some things like I can't believe we were doing that then. It's true. We're saying that. So, um, and by the way, even 10 Things I Hate About You, she, the dad doesn't let the two girls like leave the house, remember? Which he is makes so her misogynist. Put on a pregnancy. Yeah, to see um, what it's like if you go out and have sex. Wear the belly. Yeah, wear the wear belly. The belly with the big he's like, this the is belly. what happens if you get sex, you get uh-huh. knocked up. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, now, back then you kind of giggle at that. You right. Go, oh, yeah, right. that's funny. That's true, right? right? Now you look at it, it's like, um, so what? So a 19 year old girl can't right. go can't do date anything? and have sex if she wants because right. then she's going to be knocked up in her life. And, and also it means that her life's over. Right, exactly. If that happens, her life's over. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Guys, it's getting to that time of year again where all I want to do is wear leggings which is not great, but it's not a bad thing because at least it encourages me to work out, you know? But the only problem with my legging obsession currently is the fact that they're so freaking expensive. Like, it's actually insane. I looked up this brand the other day. The pants are a fortune, and I just want leggings that I can wear every day, that I can work out in. And that's why I was so lucky to have found Fabletics. I don't know if you guys have heard about Fabletics, but it's one of my favorite brands out there. Actually, Kate Hudson, who's one of the best actresses, if you haven't already seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, one of her best performances ever. Kate is just a boss, a boss-ass bitch, and she created this brand, Fabletics, with a group of awesome people who just know exactly what we need. And because I know that you guys will appreciate this, I'm offering you two leggings for only $24. Can you imagine, like, not spending $200 on a pair of leggings? It's a $99 value, and all you have to do is go to fabletics.com. So F-A-B-L-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Acme. Once you use your link, you will get literally, as I said, two leggings for only, you know, basically 20 bucks, which is nuts. And there's all these different styles, you know, there's like loud, colorful ones. There's just the standard black, standard white. There's new stuff every month. There's prints and um, it's 50% off regular pricing. And I'm telling you, use my link and you're getting two leggings for $24. We've been taken advantage of for years in the exercise world. Fabletics is actually working on our side. So you gotta go to fabletics.com slash Acme. There is free shipping on all of your orders that are over $49. That's crazy, like that's so reasonable. So check them out, fabletics.com slash Acme. Okay, so this next question is perfect timing because it's 420, so we're going to celebrate. <laughs> Someone asks, are you still a pothead? Um, and I hope you don't get as disappointed as many people, Uh-oh. like I said. I am, at the, <laughs> no, at, okay. I am not. Uh-huh. Um, Does your wife smoke weed with you ever? 
No, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't smoke at all. Mm-hmm. Period. And it's not. Listen, I am not again. Like I, I, something happened to me years ago yeah. where, and I guess I'm a little. I'm just addictive. Like I tried cigarettes and I would right. smoke two packs a day. Mm-hmm. I like so. I never luckily did anything besides weed is the like only drug I've ever done in my life. You wow. know, my father passed away mm-hmm. of drugs 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I've always been like anti-hard drugs. Yeah. But weed to me, even when I was like 15, 16, when I started smoking for the first time, like mm-hmm. it was never a drug. This it I actually prefer weed over drinking almost any day of the week. Me too. Drinking makes me feel like shit. I make bad decisions i'm like i eat more i eat terrible food i'm yeah, like the worst and weed has always unlocked creativity in me it's true so um Feel it free. just <laughs> i'm i'm off for now uh-huh. but one day we're gonna sit down and yes, have a long absolutely off the pod absolutely talk. and um but i just i gotta figure out the ways of where it's like okay we're mm-hmm. not gonna wake up and do this yeah and we're not going to do this for lunch. Right, And then right. for dinner. Immediate. And then go play video games for four hours. Uh-huh. You have to be a productive Right, human. like maybe like a before bed situation. I never quite learned how to function and just use it. Like right. how some people are like, oh, let's go have a drink before we go home. Oh, let's like take a few pulls. Yeah. That was not me. Right, right. I'm like that with weed, but I'm not like that with alcohol. I can't just have a drink and do something. Because right. the, the drink is like a tequila on the rocks. <sighs> then, and... I start, then I start crying. <laughs> exactly. Literally, though. Um... A lot of people are asking how you're so fit and how you stay so fit. It's it's a hot topic. Honestly, staying off the weeds mm-hmm. certainly helps a little bit with the munchies. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And it's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time now because what I'm learning is, again, being a little addictive, when you start working out and eating right and getting in better shape, people start... And that's another thing where women and men alike started acting really different toward me. Mm. Um and it's weird to get comments like, oh, wow, you're, I thought you were fat. Like, literally someone's saying that right to your face. Yeah. Weren't you, like, really fat? Like, oh. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Cool, I was. Yeah. Um, but anyway, how are you, stranger? <laughs> yeah. Nice right. to meet you. Um, it, I had to really kind of turn it around, because when I turned 30, which is what my wife's age is now, like, mm-hmm. so... You anytime you start a new project, movie, TV show, whatever, right. you have to go take a physical as an actor. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not saying it's a joke. It is not a hard physical. They basically make sure you're not dying. Right. Like, can you walk and say your lines and make it through a 12 hour day without fainting right. and dying? Right. And oh Jesus, Jonah, really? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> also, like, no one told me. Jonah just pulled up an old picture. No one told me. Hey, dude, you're getting a little big out. Maybe you should <laughs> slow down. No. Um, <laughs> So I went for one of those physicals, yeah. and the doctor was like, listen, you pass, you're fine, you can go do this movie, it's all good, but you're not in any physical danger now, but mm. you're, at the time, I think I was 204 pounds, yeah. um, barely five foot seven, maybe yeah. even a shade under, because I don't stand yeah. straight no more. Mm, He's like, insane. you're 30, you're single, you don't have kids, it's going to be a lot harder, and now I know what he was saying. Right. When you're 40 with kids, married, and a whole life, right, to run to, around to do it. Yeah. And that just kind of made sense. And I'm a guy like, if you can make it make sense to me, I'll probably do it. Mm-hmm. And I just like Forrest Gump. The next day, I woke up and just started running. Yeah, that's amazing. And what you slowly get addicted to is like, you make it through those first two months, you lose 15 pounds, mm-hmm. and then someone says, "Hey, you look good." Right. Okay, it's working. Right. And then you like put on a shirt that used to be tight on you, and you're like, right. "Wow, this shirt's like crazy loose." Right. So you get addicted to those results. Now what's Probably. hard is I'm just trying to maintain. Right. Maintenance is boring. 
Yeah. I, what do I, I? So I have to do all this just to look the same? Right. That's not fun. Yeah, totally. So that's kind of where I'm mm-hmm. at now, but um, it was a long, long road. Honestly, it's one of the things I'm most proud of in my life. Yeah, Because it was incredible. fucking hard. Yeah, you look great. So do you, you mentioned you play basketball. I play basketball. Yeah. I box a little bit. Yeah. I do weights and stuff. Now, though, mm-hmm. I'm at the age where shit's starting to hurt. Right. So uh, now I do I do the yoga. Mm-hmm. I do the kind of... I'm, now doing, I'm more... doing yoga right after this. Are you really? Yeah. Sweet. I wish I had time to go with you. Yeah. You would laugh if you see me do yoga because I'm like... <laughs> me too, though. So I don't believe you. No, I, feel I swear, like I you swear can... on my life. I had a panic attack in a yoga class once and I haven't gone at back yoga? to yoga class. You're supposed to be like... I swear I do private lessons now because I'm so embarrassed. Um, it's bad because it, it's so scary. They're like, they're like, okay, and then this position, and this position. Do like, you do hands, headstands, headstands, and all that? I, I don't know. I try. The panic attack ensued like in the first five minutes, but now I'm like, I take it slow, and I and I do, I do some headstands. Yeah. The only thing I have a problem with at yoga is that besides not being good at it, yeah. is at the end when you're kind of supposed to be relaxing and breathing, all I think about is breathing and then I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, it's true. Sense? Maybe it's I'm stoned right just, now too. That's just meditation in general. Right. So it's so hard. Um, I and like that's, that you do the yoga though. The yoga's good. Yeah, yoga's, yoga's really important. So what is your what was your favorite all-time scene from Entourage, if you remember? Okay, so you got more than three questions. That's good. Oh my God, we've okay. got like at least 20. You're being nice. No, that's right. My favorite scene to, to shoot, was that the, or yes. just... Uh, um, or or yeah yeah in Strickland in Entourage mm-hmm. um, that's a hard question I feel like it is because like fun. it really like there's like emotional things yeah. that are like attached to all of them there was an episode we did where I kind of this is where I really started to think like you know what maybe the show is kind of good mm-hmm. not that I didn't think it was good but I'm right. like no like we're all starting to, <laughs> we're all starting to get it now yeah. like, we're all starting to like fit our role everyone mm-hmm. knows who they are and mm-hmm. it, the, the machine's working it was Season two, uh, the Sundance episode, where uh-huh. the Vince character is at the Sundance Film Festival with right. the movie, and he's trying to get this big James Cameron Aquaman thing. It's a, it's a really, that's actually a, I think at the least for the time a pretty accurate insider look at what it's like for an actor to try to get a big job. That's right. it's not just like hey go in an audition and. Maybe you're you get it, right? And we were on top of the ma- this mountain at like five o'clock in the morning, getting ready to start shooting. And the scene was we get this call from James Cameron, and it was like this, you know. Sometimes we get these celebratory end scenes where it's so hard to be like, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really the first time where we get the call from Cameron, and we're supposed to celebrate and then race down this mountain snowboarding. And I, it was a very easy scene to do. That's where I kind of looked back up at the mountain. And I'm like. This is pretty cool, man. Even if this ends here, yeah, this what this is dope. going somewhere. This show, dope. even yeah. if they cancel us tomorrow, right? Um, that was one that just jumps out. But there's, there's so there's there's a lot. Yeah, the most emotional totally. one was the last scene ever. I was real like to hear cut for like the last time. Even right. when just saying that, I got like the the lump in my throat. Oh my like, god, yeah, it was such because sure. it was my entire twenties. Right, totally. That's yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, what, what are your favorite shoes? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all time, if I had to just pick one uh-huh. and I'm talking just for style, not for like athletic movement, basketball or whatever, uh, Jordan threes. 
black black cement threes or even white cement threes 88s right. but the jordan 3 88s or black cement all-time favorite shoe i remember when he won the dunk contest wearing them i begged my mom for a pair of those and she said you're crazy and i literally didn't get them until hundreds of years later yeah amazing i don't know what they look like but i'm i'll show you i'm assuming they're cool i almost wore them tonight which yeah, would have yeah. really been a good you should have what, what was your favorite cameo that was made on entourage wow <laughs> that's tough that's tough <laughs> yeah. um certainly enjoyed the tom brady episode uh that was a really cool <laughs> cameo like and also like being the character in the episode yeah. to kind of give him shit and uh-huh. like the only guy at the time who hates Tom Brady. Right. And then talk to him about like Giselle. Like Giselle's the one that wins me over when he wants to have my character over for dinner. I'm like, Giselle cooks? Really? Uh-huh. That's, that's amazing. We actually Giselle just cooks. watched Giselle last night. I didn't think Giselle a, cooks. What should I bring? Phone. Should I bring chocolate? <laughs> so that one always stands out. And he actually bailed us out of uh, a jam because that was set up to be two other football players, the Manning brothers, and they mm. kind of backed out oh, with like shit. two weeks to go. And we kind of made this episode special for them. Mm. So I think it was Wahlberg that came in as the producer was like, all right, do you want me to get Tom? We're like, Tom Brady. It's like, uh, yeah, (laughs) pick up the phone and call him if you can. You got it like that. And he did. And the two of them were on set two weeks later. Yeah. That's amazing. If you could go back and play any other Entourage character besides Turtle, who would it be? I would be terrified to play the Vince character because yeah. there was a lot of sex scenes that I want no part of. Uh-huh. So that that's terrifying. I would probably say the E character, Kevin Collins character. Yeah. I think that's a little more of who I really am. He was always... <laughs> Jodi has Jodi to do Arbor. one thing. You okay? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm good, guys. I'm one job! <laughs> I just collapsed. <laughs> I think the E character would have been fun because I always said that he was kind of the pivotal character because the story was kind of told through his POV, you yeah. know? He was the kind right. of moral conscience totally. of the show. Right. So I think the E character. Yeah. Like Elsie in the Hills. <laughs> um, I don't understand this question because maybe I just don't remember what she looked like, but in oh, the show, do you think that your hot girlfriend in the last season was settling? <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. My hot girlfriend in the very last season, yeah. which was, I believe that's Danya Ramirez's character. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Um, do I think she was settling? Yeah. I think any character that, I mean, any girl that Turtle was able to get involved with was yeah. settling. Because, like, he didn't have... He was the he last was working, to evolve, was, though. Yeah, but he, he was, was working on shit. He was trying end. toward the end, yeah. but, and I guess you could root for right. that underdog right. kind of thing, but he really went from one of his first lines, and this kind of goes back to the early question, like, how would this line hold up right. in today's day? In the pilot, there's a scene where we're having an after party from Vince's premiere, and my character, and there's a bunch of, we take a bunch of girls back to the house, mm-hmm. and my character's in a pool with the girl, and my line, and you tell, listen... It's a funny line at the time. It was funny, but I was so stressed out because I need to know. I would love to see like a really unbelievable comedic actor, like how they right. would play. Because I still don't think it was. I made it funny because I had I, I I was uptight about it. Right. 
I'm looking at a girl in the pool. She's in the bikini. I'm shirtless. I'm up close to her, and it's like, come on, just make out with me, and I'll show you where Vince eats his breakfast in the morning. No. And literally, I I almost there was takes where I would say it, and I would go, Ugh. <laughs> like I can't even believe I said it. Right. So, God, I don't know what I was rambling about, but so no, to start yeah. from. <laughs> To start from that line in the right, first episode, right. yes, he evolved a lot right, and right. he went he through relationships. But I think any woman who went with Turtle was settling a little right. bit. Right, totally, totally. Um, <clears throat> good questions, by the way. Right? They're um, really you good. You have a very interactive audience and totally followership what's the right word i don't even i don't know. like followers like i feel like we can have a better word followers oh did you like any of the uh clothes that you wore as turtle uh yeah i did because here listen turtle had a uniform mm-hmm. okay it was some kind of usually either like a pair of jeans and the oversized cool t-shirt right. or a polo and a hat or a like track suit and always jordans or air force ones and a hat the reason why that's a great outfit is right. every morning, even though we're a bunch of dudes, hair they always allow like an hour to an hour and 10 minutes for hair, makeup, whatever. Right. I'm wearing a hat and I have a beard. So I walk in, I would always get like call times 40, 50 minutes later than everyone else yeah. so I could sleep more and it's like, do I look like I'm not dying? Okay, <laughs> right. let's go. Right. And I was ready Perfect. to shoot. I could take naps in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be like, I need a hair touch up. Right. Just throw the hat on. So yes, Amazing. I loved Turtles wardrobe. That's it was great. fantastic. I don't know if you can answer this one, but I'll ask it anyway for this person. Who's the hottest celebrity you've had sex with? Next. <laughs> Sorry, listen, but I know respect, on your show... Respect her for asking. I, I, I know on the show, like, people open up and maybe I'm a little too uptight. <laughs> um, pass. Okay, do you have any celebrity crushes? How about that? Right now? Mm-hmm. No, but, like, growing up as a kid, I had Yeah, yeah, ton. growing up, who were your, like, top three? Again, being being an old man, it was kind of like Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, yeah. I used so to literally dream about her. Yeah. Like, that we were, like, married and yeah. stuff. But I'm talking about, like, 10 years old. For sure, for sure. Uh, obviously, Alyssa Milano was, a, yeah, was a very big deal. Um, it segued into, like, the big one once I sort of became a, a teen and then mm-hmm. early 20. Jennifer Love Hewitt was, like, mm, the GOAT. She's so the greatest hot. Of she all was time. so hot. And um, I actually told, I have a great Jennifer Lewis story, I told it on my podcast, but I did have a random encounter with her when I was like 20 years old, Yeah. way pre-entourage, mm-hmm. working at like Boston Market, ran into her and like she literally invited me to her house for Thanksgiving dinner. No. Because I had nowhere to go. I just moved to LA. No family. That's didn't have money so for a ticket sweet. home. Went there and it was also my 21st birthday the next Aww. day. Because we actually lived close to each other. Yeah. Very different houses. Let me just say. Uh, and the ne- so it was my 21st birthday the next day when I was at her house. Great Thanksgiving dinner. Her mom, her brother, like, welcoming yeah. me to her home. And I, they knew it was my 21st birthday. There was, like, a cake. Uh-huh. These are strangers. Uh-huh. And also, like, strangers really definitely don't sweet. need to invite strangers into their yeah. home. And then she... I, I was going out with some friends for my 21st birthday the next night. She arranged for a car service no. to pick me up and because she didn't want us like drinking and driving and stuff like that. The that coolest so thing anything sweet. anyone's ever, a stranger's ever done. Wow. People need to know how nice Jennifer Love she Hewitt is. She is the shit. Not only hot, but also nice. Yes. That is really, that's inspiring. I love awesome. her for that. I really awesome. do. So 
Let's go back to dating for a hot sec. Okay. When you were dating, you're on a date. What is a deal breaker, like, or two that you would just be like, yeah, no, this is not going to get any further than this in your mind? Um, okay. First off, if we were like in a restaurant, Mm -hmm. I always, this is something I kind of look for. You like, however he or she, whoever you're on a date with sort of acting toward the waiter or waitress is Mm -hmm. always a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like... I'm not saying you have to be overly like, thanks, but like if they're kind of just either rude, if they're rude, Mm -hmm. fuck them. Right. But if they're almost even like a little cold and like just forgetting Mm. like please Mm. and thank you and the Mm -hmm. simple pleasantries, that stands out to me. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker, it's close. Right. I, I'm not saying I need like outgoingness, but I just, I like to laugh and connect and Mm -hmm. like if this just, if it's like painful to talk and if I'm asking questions and getting a bunch of one word answers, kind of a deal breaker. And like if we're on a first date and you get absolutely hammered, Mm. it's kind of a deal breaker. I'm talking about like hammered. I'm not saying have some drinks and laugh. Hammered. Those are a few early, early on. What would you say is your ideal type? Ideal type. And I'm gonna end up being described describing your wife, wife I was here, just gonna but, say. Uh, um, ideal type is well here the he, I have this theory and I've mm-hmm. expressed this uh, in this in this project that we are writing um, mm-hmm. it's not so much about what you want right it's more about what you don't want right because I mm-hmm. feel that what you want is always going to change mm-hmm. like you may want to travel this year right. but in three years you might be like I want a home and I want to be here. Right. So like if you go into it like he loves to travel, I love to travel. Right. We love that. Right. That could That's be. great and it's yeah. important to have things in common, but I don't know if you could bank on that. So mm-hmm. what I learned as I started getting a little smarter about dating is here are the things I don't want mm-hmm. that will never change. Right. Like I will never want to run a marathon. Right. Yeah. And if you're and if me and you're <laughs> on a date and I'm like so training for this marathon yeah. and like I you should do yeah. it with me. No. You should probably be like, I'll eh, never want that. Right. That's true. So well, what about like, and I completely agree with what you're saying. I think it's really great. And it's, it is about what you want, but what about how you want to feel too? Yeah. The, 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 the other thing I, I owe, it took me a very long time and it actually took me not only being single, but saying I am taking a break from dating and going to wallow in my own loneliness. Right. <laughs> no matter what to learn this is you really have to get comfortable and content with yourself and being alone right in order to then like share your life in a relationship i generally don't believe that like i could make my wife happy right i think i could make her laugh i think i could bring her joy but she has to kind of be happy from within 100 percent, and vice versa mm-hmm. and so it really took a lot of lonely video game chain smoking mm-hmm. nights mm-hmm. by myself to be like, you know what? If this is the way it is, and I never find anyone right. who's could put up with me, that's all right. I am right. still gonna have a good life and be fun. Right. And then it kind of, I had this different kind of confidence with dating after that. It wasn't so much mm-hmm. like I'm looking for something because I don't want to be alone. It was right. like let's let's like co mingle our shit. Right. Is I that love even that. Word, like, I yeah. don't know what I just did there. Or, or how does Gwyneth Paltrow say it? Uh, the, the, the word they use to this. Let's couple. Let's couple. Uncoupling? <laughs> yeah, but I guess the other way around. So then they let's un- consciously they couple. couple. It's like, let's, <laughs> let's couple. <laughs> I like that. I just found out, guys, and I have to share this with you, that you need to get a new toothbrush every couple of months. 
I know it's kind of gross that I didn't know that, but I definitely got a new one, maybe like every six months to a year. But apparently you need to get a new one every three months. So now that you know that, I think you're gonna really like what I'm about to say because there is a toothbrush that gets delivered to you every three months. It's called Quip. It's my favorite toothbrush right now. I got mine delivered last week and it's so nice. You're brushing and you get these little like sonic vibrations. It's vibrating as you go. So it's helping you brush and it's like a built-in timer. So you know exactly when to brush, which I'm always like, am I good? Can I stop now? Like a little kid about it still, but now I know when to brush too and it mounts on your mirror or like your wall. I wish I could show you a picture of mine. It's just mounted on my wall. It's like the most minimalist chic thing I've ever seen in my life. It just stays there and I grab it when I need it. So it's not like in a gross cup. And every three months, automatically, I get a new brush head. So it's like, I don't have any gross old toothbrush brushes that are worn out. I get new ones every three months and I just feel so fresh and like clean already. So I want you guys to feel the same way. You should go to getquip.com. So G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Acme. And you'll get your Quip for only $25, which is probably what you spent on lunch today. And your first refill pack free. So all you have to do is go to getquip.com, G-E-T, quip.com slash acme right now only $25 for your quip and a free a free new refill so check it out you will be smelling great your partner will be very thankful as will everyone in your life quip it up so what is your thoughts well first of all jerry what are, are you religious at all and what is your religion if so uh, I was raised Catholic. Uh -huh. um, I am not religious in the sense where I'm, I, I I don't go to church. Right. I haven't been to confession in a long time. Mm -hmm. But still, those things are just instilled in me. So yeah. even though I'm not a practicing mm -hmm. religious person, mm -hmm. it, it, I certainly have not forgotten all those th things I've learned and all that. Mm -hmm. I, um, and again, I, I am all for anything that brings anybody peace and serenity and like totally. whatever works so mm -hmm. like if, if it works for you do it i'm right. jealous like i wish i had that it doesn't yeah. it doesn't do that for me right right now yeah. maybe one day it will mm -hmm. i am spiritual and i i do share in some of the beliefs but also there's a lot of different religions that yeah not that i've studied but and also from dating different people mm -hmm. of different religions and having right. friends with different religions like you pick up little things and i'm kind of like well that sounds kind of good i like that yeah. like it's hard. I, I'm, it's hard for me to ever choose just one thing and it's say true. that's the way I think it should be. Yeah, and I think it was. So I've kind of picked up little things here and there and rolled it into this. Right. Have person. you Have you and your wife talked about you know what religion you would want to raise your kids as, if any? I, I we have. I think, and again, I don't know if we've officially agreed. We haven't like had like deep talks mm -hmm. on it or anything like that. But I think. When that day should come, it would be Catholic. But mm -hmm. I think we both also have the agreement of like, it's not going to be forced upon. Right. It's not going to be like, you're doing this and yeah. that's it. Because not that that's how it was done to me, but mm -hmm. it was 
sort of done to me. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know if, if, if there is, I want to expose my kids to a bunch of different things and give them choices from an early age and make decisions for themselves. Obviously they will need guidance. I'm not going to let my kid decide when I should pay my taxes, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I think we would start there and build from there and see how it goes. Yeah. Do you believe that once a cheater, always a cheater? No, I mm-hmm. believe that people can change. Yeah. Well, maybe I want to believe people can change. Yeah. It's but like the glass half full. I don't believe in pretending stuff didn't happen. Right. So if you did cheat mm-hmm. and you have repaired a relationship or trust with someone, right. I don't know if maybe it's fair to say once a cheater, always a cheater, but... Yeah. Um, you then need to be aware that you got to go out of your way mm-hmm. to make that... If you're still with that person, you're mm-hmm. cheating on, or if the new person right. is aware of your cheating, right. you need to go out of your way to make them feel calm and, and safe. secure yeah. and safe about it. Yeah. Do you... <clears throat> Wait, I had a really good one. Because trust is the... Be- that's yeah. the other thing of marriage, I would say, and, and with my wife that we have. It's like, look, if she were to ever step out on right. me, and I'm sure this has happened before where someone has said these exact words, so, but like, I, I just would, I would yeah, never, it, it's, it would be beyond my wildest right. dreams to think it could ever happen. Yeah, There's 100% trust. And she has my, like, I will literally give my wife my phone. Some people think this is crazy. No, I, I don't give my wife my phone. Here's my password. And this is also crazy. Yeah. And this was her idea. I didn't even know you could do this, but. We got the locations thing. Oh yeah, we I do it. That, well, she knows where I am right I now. I think that's. I mean, your family. Like she is your family. But also, I got you need to, to know. I know where my roommate is all the time. I know where you know I, some of my random friends are. Like, it's. It, I I think people need to normalize sharing locations. There's like, definitely it's, people. It's, this is a hot topic. It's by the safe. Way. No, but it's this is a hot for topic for safety. I've said this to a few people. Who and they're are probably like, like, oh, you're on a leash. They like, think that you're it's like, like violating you're whipped, like, the American like, Constitution no, of freedom. <laughs> they think I that, don't like, think so at all. Taking like, away their freedom liberties. You don't wa- the reason they think that is because they're shady. They're, they must be doing something that they wouldn't want to share their location. I mean, there's simply no reason to not want to share location unless shadiness. Look, what, what I lose by doing that, which I don't do often, but um, I was guilty of but it's gone now right is like the like yeah hey i'm on my way i'm 10 minutes away right, and i'm really like right. 40 minutes that's away. the one that's thing. gone yeah but that, it's kind of nice gone. it's kind of nice sometimes because if you're late for something you don't have to give the updates you know they're just watching you all right <laughs> i mean yeah like we got the cameras in the apartment she could we have a camera that's more for our pets right that you could actually through your phone, talk to them while you're away and, and it comes oh, to yeah, the camera. Oh, yeah, and there's an app where you can, like, kind of see. So there was one time um, I was probably playing video games a little too long. And, like, she's fine when I play video games, but she's like, you cannot play video games for two hours on right, Friday night. It's right, just, you should Not that I'm not allowed. Like, she's yeah, like, you shouldn't. Of course, right, Get out. Right, right. But I may have been doing the white lie bullshit of, like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm reading this script or whatever, and I was playing yeah, video games. Yeah, and all yeah, I heard on the camera was... Are you winning? I'm like, oh, oh, I forgot about that. She can see me and talk to me. That's incredible. And that's when I realized that part of my life, the white lie, like this won't hurt anybody. Right, right. Excuses are gone. Totally. Totally. It's it's a good trade-off. Yeah. Well, I will say, like, I think it's also normal to know your partner's password to their phones, but 
you never need it. Like, it's just in case. You know what I mean? And and if you do, if you are actively going through your partner's phone, then that's already a red flag to begin with. But I would feel crazy if I couldn't get into their phone if, God forbid, anything yeah. were to happen, you know? Lindsay, I, I know all her passwords, yeah. and I've never felt compelled to look. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I've never... I, and, I, again, may, look, maybe there is a... Look, maybe you can make the case of, like... Mm-hmm. All right, maybe there's a broader version where you do talk to some people differently and it means nothing and and maybe it would cause bigger problems. I don't know. I don't have that in mind, but... Um, totally. I, I really just... I mean, I'm of the belief that you shouldn't go through anyone's phone, even your parents, because you're no matter yes. what, you're going to get upset by something. You're going to find something to get upset by. Like, no matter what. Even the person I love the most in the world, like, even, like, my dog, if he went through my phone, he would be upset. <laughs> like, he'd be like, I can't believe you said that I... You get like, annoyed walking me? Yeah, what? he's like, I can't believe you said that, like, I'm so annoying and I'm just barking right. all day. Like, I was just trying to love you. Like, you know, it's just no matter what, you know? I, I agree. It's a, it's a fine, like, line and you really have to, like, I want to be in the type of relationship that is a hide nothing. Yeah. But also... Sure. I, I don't want I don't all want to be in a no, relationship yeah. where you're looking at my phone every night. That, I'm not signing but up. But that, that relationship either. is not trust. Trust is right. like oh I have this I have that but I don't need it because yep. they're great you know. Do you think that actors are inclined and I don't mean you specifically but just maybe in general to cheat more kind of like the same way NBA players are? Um look, and. Again, this is not, I'm not generalizing like this is the consensus majority for actors. There are specific cases and there are like, I think there's a few different situations that can or cannot happen. And it kind of goes to the other thing you said, like once a cheater, always a cheater. Like if you are prone to that Mm -hmm. and an actor, then I think, yeah, maybe you're even a little more prone to that because sometimes you are in situations where like you are playing house or playing husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of human nature to feel stuff. Like it mm-hmm. does it does it doesn't mean that you're an awful person if you're doing a scene with another person who you're even a little bit attracted to to like feel that stuff. But if you act on it and right. take it to a whole other level, I, I'm not. I'm just gonna say maybe they're more prone because you are put in those circumstances a lot Mm -hmm. so uh, I guess maybe you could say yeah more tempted or some may even say like it's part of the work Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like people need to buy us in this relationship Mm -hmm. so I've never it all depends on what kind of actor we're talking about Mm -hmm. I understand method and all that stuff I am at this point beyond opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I could make you feel all the things you need to feel and then call cut and walk away and go drink iced coffee right. and text people and like right. it ends there. Right. Like what goes on in between the takes is mm-hmm. what we're portraying. I don't need to do the like, well, we need to go on dates because we're supposed to be a couple. Right. So let's, we're going to go on a few dates. Right. To, like that's like shady, I feel like. I, it, you know what? I do believe there's instances where it works. Right. And it can be done in a professional mm-hmm. manner where we're not going to like play out a relationship. Right. We're going to get to know each other right. really well because mm-hmm. we're supposed to have known each other for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it goes that way even for non-romantic things. Right. Like when, if, if me and a dude are supposed to be best friends, like totally. we were an entourage. Like totally. we hung out in those first two months a lot outside of work because we need, everyone needs to feel like we know each other for 20 years. Right, right. So... 
If you if you if you keep it professional, it doesn't have to go to that level. But a long roundabout answer to your question, yeah. yes, I think there's a lot. There could be a lot yeah. of temptation out there. Do you think? Have you seen things that you you know are taken to the grave, like AK people cheating on um, people? I think we all have seen some things we're taking to the grave. Yeah. So I'm going to answer that. There is a political. <laughs> okay. I'm going to answer you yeah, without no, you're really right. answering. You're right, I gave sure. you the here's an answer mm-hmm. without answering anything. Mm-hmm. I think we've all seen those things, and I think right. you could put me in that category. Yeah, as well. for sure. <laughs> Does does your wife travel with you if you have to go somewhere else to film a movie? And do you feel like you needed to be to choose a partner that's able to kind of pick up and go and be with you like that and support your career in that way? Well, it it certainly helps. And being that she is in the business as well and kind of understands it, there's a shorthand now that we play. But um, look, the long distance stuff is just tough, and yeah. that goes for beyond actors and movies mm-hmm. like I and we could get into that because I've done a long distance relationship um but someone told past. me recently long distance is the wrong distance it's tough so before Bree and I got married though we were still living in LA mm. and I started working on this show power and mm. my role has over the years gotten a little bit bigger a little bit bigger and it came to a point where I could no longer I had to do like the back and forth come to New York for three weeks go home for a week New York for three weeks go home for a week right. and it is brutal because what happens is and there's no temptation there's no like shady shit going on but literally after being gone for three weeks, you come home. Of course, it's like great to see the person, but you're almost like they're not getting to know each other right. again. But you're kind of like no, of course, it takes it's you weird. a few days to familiarize. You don't want to like immediately touch them and like, like be in their space. Wait it's, a second, you move all this stuff in the house, yeah. and like now you eat this. Like you, right. there's things that have happened that just so don't true. come up in the FaceTime. Although technology has helped a lot, right, with distance, but um, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it's anything extended. We we do our best to arrange for mm-hmm. something, even if it's not the whole run, half run, and mm-hmm. I and I gave her my word a long time ago that like the whole like never go more than two three weeks thing. Like yeah, I'm a believer in that. Yeah, I think that's a good rule. Would you rather someone with a big personality who's kind of dumb or no personality who's smart? Wow. This is one of the first questions we ever asked on the podcast. Would I rather someone with a big personality who's a kind lot of fun and like hilarious? Yeah, but like kind of dumb. Like you're like, are you kidding? Like, like, right. Yeah. Or, or uh, no personality, like pretty boring but smart. Like they're always like, did you know like the limit of 53? <laughs> <laughs> Look, let the record... I'm going to answer because I'm going to stop doing the half answer bullshit on you. Yeah. I'm going to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Let the record show... In the middle is where it's at. Right. But here we go. I, I guess I go for the... Oh, I guess I, I, I go do, for Everyone the, goes for the big personality kind of dumb. It's it's okay. Yeah, because I feel like... No one learn. wants to live with someone with no personality. Can you imagine? That's horrible. No. Yeah, I agree. I've it's dated people with no personality. It's trash. It's the big personality. Yeah, it's trash. Although, I don't know. I like having smart... like. I guess not. Whatever. Yeah. We got Google. We don't need yeah. smart people. So, yeah. Big personality. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll wrap it up with one more question. Do you, are you in communication with any of your exes? And um, is that something that you share with your current partner? Um, or do you guys have a rule? No ex talking, you know? Um, I'm not 
in current communication with any of my exes. Mm -hmm. Um, not to say that for bad reasons, there's, there's quite a few that like, if I had a question or whatever, if I wanted to check in, like I would get a, probably a pretty quick response and it'd be nice. Right. I don't feel the need also with, in like today's day, you kind of know what everybody's up to if you want, or at least what they want you to think they're up to. Right. Exactly. So if you really need to know if you have that burning desire to know, just go on your deep dive and do your investigation Mm -hmm. and take from it what you do. Mm -hmm. I personally don't see the need Mm -hmm. to be friends with exes. What about following them on Instagram? I could take it or leave it. I, I, I... I think I do with some and don't mm-hmm. with others, but there's no there's no specific reasons. Would you care if Bree was friends with an ex? We we've been down this road before, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and I do think she is friends with one of her exes. I mean, but they don't they don't do the like, hey, we're going out to dinner without right. you thing. Because <laughs> right. that's her. I think it's a little bit of <laughs> that. That's very little, very. By the way, that yeah. was a very big episode of Saved by the Bell one day when I was 11 years oh, old. Really? I learned early on when Kelly wanted to go have dinner with Todd from wow, wherever the fuck. And Zach hoe. was like, what? And I was totally on Zach's side. Wow. And he was show. right. And she admitted she was wrong. Anyway. Yeah, she was. Um, I think it's okay, but I just don't really see the need. Like, yeah. if you're not in a relationship, did you really? Are you, do you really miss the friendship element that you had? Because yeah. aren't the two kind of tied together a little bit? Yeah. I I don't really see. I, again, I'm not. I wouldn't be dead set against it. Like, you can't talk. I don't right. believe in telling anybody who they can and right. cannot talk to. But I would certainly, if if she, if I was to find out tonight that like she's been talking to an ex and like planning on meeting up or whatever or if it was like an extended conversation Mm -hmm. I would just be like for what? Right. So I simply ask for what? Right. I agree with that. What are you getting from that? Are you getting everything you need from me? Like what's up? What's going on? I think that's a good way of handling it as opposed to just like you know blowing up about it which I'm sure most people would. I don't think anybody though who I think it's, people would be lying if they're just totally fine with their girl or boy talking to oh, for sure. an ex. Like, yeah, for no, sure. they, they go out to eat once a month. Right. I feel like you are not okay with yeah, that. Yeah, no, I would, I, I'm just the thought is giving me anxiety right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we usually end these episodes with a quote or, you know, it could be a poem or a piece of advice that someone gave you when it comes to love and dating that stuck with you or that you'd like to pass on okay okay and i already hit you with the it's not what you want it's what you don't want that's yeah that's a good one but here's one i'll say i've shared this with jonah uh and i do think there's this there's some legitimacy to this no one has ever said i saw all the red flags and they went away right that's Usually when really you hear a story, yeah. it's like, I saw all the red flags, and then it got worse. Or the red flags yeah. were true. So, trust your, yeah, trust I guess, your, your first instincts mm-hmm. is what I would say. I completely agree. There's a quote for you from, yeah, from that's, me. Yeah, that's really, really good. I want to see that in an Instagram script yes. with a cool backdrop so, and a JF. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, Jerry, where can people find you and stalk you and see you next? Are we talking like social media stuff? Like social the handles? media, if you have any like upcoming cool things you want to get people excited about. Uh okay. So just at Jerry Ferrara on all the all on all the good stuff. Um I 
I go on runs, folks. I'll disappear for two weeks, and then you'll get two days of just fire coming at you. So yes. I'll get more consistent. Um, Power, if you've never watched it before or you're interested, we're going into our sixth season. Amazing. So there's like... 80 episodes waiting for you go binge and then you'll time you out right you'll time out right for probably the next season coming up which yeah. is in the summer and um i'm gonna leave it at that for now cool love it well thank you so much for being here you were incredible and, thank you um, for having me of and course. you are incredible thank as well you. and i i'm very happy i've met you and I got me a new too. friend. Me too. For, for sure. On that note, hope everyone makes a new friend today. <laughs> and <laughs> love you all.